This is Adrian Biddle, producer of The Dark and the Wicked, The Black Coat's Daughter and the Monster, and you're listening to The Horror Squad Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Squad Podcast. This is episode number 189. Tonight we're talking about Dead Silence, which came out in 2007, directed by James Wan, written by Lee Winnell. We have your usual co-host here. We have Sam, who's munching on something. I don't know what. Joe, looking thick and bearded. Not that he's thick. His beard is thick. If there, Whatever. Steve rocking the red Horror Squad shirt. And myself wondering, how Steve, how's your wiener, buddy? Like, Ever since you pissed on a rock, is it recovered fully? Do you have any- <laughs> Damn. Wow, you're bringing it back uh, like the last month. Callbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was taking fun. a poop earlier and I was thinking about <laughs> Steve's Wiener. Steve's Wiener oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I mean, it, it's a temporary pain. It's not a, it, it doesn't last too long. But I did want to mention while I have the mic that uh, this movie, so we decided to have our Discord pick uh, what movie they wanted us to review this week. So a bunch of them gave us suggestions, and then we each picked one from that list, and then they voted which one would win, which ended up with Dead Silence. And that was actually a choice by Garen97, and I asked him why he picked Dead Silence, and he said, "Uh, Dead Silence just happens to be one of my favorite movies. I've always loved creepy dolls and puppets since I was a kid, and I have quite the love for ventriloquist dummies for no particular reason except that they're odd and interesting. It was only fitting that I would love this movie with my combined love of horror and dummies, but I don't hear many talk about this movie in depth, so I was curious to see what you all thought. So thank you for the suggestion and for everyone for their suggestions and their votes. So yeah, it was a good time. It was, uh, I'm very happy that we picked this one. There could have been stinkers like Jersey Shore Shark Attack. <laughs> Didn't win, thankfully. For the one one day. One day. Everyone was really upset that Joyride didn't win. A lot of Joyride fans out there, apparently. I figured it'd be Joyride or Dead Silence that we would review. So I'm happy mm-hmm. with tonight's movie. Yeah. Well, we can put Joyride on the list if we ever need something. Yeah, none of us picked Joyride, though. So no. <laughs> it didn't even make it to the vote. Um it is what it is. Actually, uh, speaking of that, so just I know people are going to be curious about it. Uh, I think it's Joe. You're the one who picked Dead Silence out of that list. I am. Yeah. And then Sam had Vacancy. Todd had uh, From Dust Till Dawn. And I had uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Um, but Dead mm-hmm. Silence won. It was close between that and In the Mouth of Madness. Vacancy got one vote and none, no love for dust, From Dust Till Dawn. That's oh, come on. That's, that's surprising up. to me. Yeah, me too. But anyway. It gets reviewed a lot, though. Yeah, that's right. true. It's a safe movie. Mm-hmm. The only one I'm not 100% knowledgeable on is uh, Mouth of Madness. I haven't seen that one in a long time. Yeah, it's very too. good. I rewatched it last year. and Well, not even rewatched. It was my first time I ever watched it while well, it was last year, and I, I loved it. So I, I definitely recommend going and checking it out or rewatching if you haven't seen it in a while because it's very good. Yeah. Todd, I want to go back to the poop talk real quick. <laughs> because <laughs> Sam and I went up to Vermont this oh. weekend at my friend's lake house and they had a bidet and I have never <laughs> used a bidet in my life. So I was very excited oh, to boy. be able to use a bidet. Wait, for the, my, do you guys not have that in the U.S.? It's not that common. No, bidets like aren't a thing in the U.S. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's not like a popular thing. You don't see it very often. So they had one there. So I was very thrilled to use it for my first time. And I got to say, life-changing experience. It's, really? 
it's it was amazing really cleans you and i'm gonna be seeking one out now my friend said you can buy them on amazon for like 25 bucks it attaches right to your toilet um so uh yeah i'm definitely gonna be buying one for my bathroom now fun fact when i moved into this house the guy that owned the house had every bathroom had a bidet in it really and see he knows what's up um he was <laughs> he was an odd fellow he was an odd fellow but uh no we removed them all it was uh tried it out a couple times i'm like you know what but uh, if you don't know what it, don't know what it is it's a jet stream of water that sprays in your ass and uh, yeah. cleans the poop off for you so you don't have to wipe mm-hmm. um it's an acquired taste i guess you can say but sam more interested in your take on it was it a yay or nay sam's eating her popcorn chowing down <laughs> All right. So I had been telling Joe for a long time that we should get a bidet. She has. And he's like, no, that's weird, man. Don't need it. Don't care. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So the bidet, I let Joe use it first because I was kind of scared because in my mind, I'm like, well, isn't the water just spraying the poop all over the toilet? Doesn't the water that's spraying up your asshole just kind of fall and trickle back onto the sprayer where it's kind of like drinking out of a water fountain? Um, So I was worried about that. And our friend showed us like how it sprays out and stuff like that. And then Joe told me that he used it. And I was like, all right, well, what's the ratio spray to poop to wiping? Like I need to know set me up so I don't fail. So I didn't go poop, but I tried it once and it scared me at first. And then I was like, Hmm, interesting. And that's it. And then Joe was like three in the morning. He's like, where's Sam? And you just hear the bathroom. Oh yeah. Oh, fucking bidet. Uh. I'm good. Thanks so. though. They, they do have a woman's feature too, which I'm assuming sprays your butthole and called your the tickler lady bits. Oh, I so. didn't see that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll update you. I'm gonna buy one on Amazon, and uh, I'll give you. I'll give you because he also gave me a caveat. Because at the lake house, the water pressure isn't very good. He's like, wait till you get one at home. He's like, the water pressure is amazing. He's like, and it's even better. So I'm like, all right, we'll see what happens here. <laughs> Enough bidet talk. <laughs> good time. I would have sent you all three of mine for free. I would have taken a Todd. <laughs> Lightly used. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, before we get into questions, I did want to make an announcement because I forgot to last week. Uh, a very exciting announcement here, um, and that is we are going to be hosting a signing with Damien Maffei from Haunt and the Strangers Pray at Night fame. He is going to be coming to Silver Moon Comics and Collectibles here in Salem, uh, Massachusetts, and me and Sam will be there at the signing. We're going to have a horror squad table set up next to Damien and Damien will be signing autographs. So that will be uh, Saturday, October 16th, still working on uh, the times and whatnot, but we'll update you on the podcast as uh, time goes on. So I know a few people already, um, we announced it over on the discord already. So if you're not on discord already, this is the thing, stuff you're missing out on getting early access and whatnot. Um, but uh, just keep, uh, following us on all social medias and all that and we will update you as uh, it gets closer but hope to see some of you guys out there exciting stuff uh for also for the discord people there we got a little book club going on i think we're about nine strong now and we decided we voted on our book for september uh through to october so september 1st october 1st we're going to be reading uh grady hendrix the final girl support group which is about basically a love letter to horror movies where the final girls get together from those horror movies 
and they have like a survivors meeting and they start getting bumped off. So we're excited to do that. If you're interested in reading, come over to Discord. We'll get you hooked up with Goodreads and we'll go from there. I also have some exciting news to share. Oh. So for those of you listening, if you did not know, I'm doing an annual photo challenge. It's hashtag 100 days of Halloween happy. You post a photo per the prompt on that specific day that we are on. And one of my prompts over the weekend was Elvira. And she shared my challenge on her Instagram. Like she posted a little photo and she was like, thanks Halloween happy for including me in your challenge. And she like tagged my account. So that was really cool. So she's practically my mom now. So nice. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Did, did she cool. do that last year as well? I, I... She, I don't know if she did a post. I know she like reshared them in her stories, but that's what I was telling Joe. I was like, I think she did that last year too. And yeah. a lot of people commented saying that we look alike and I, I can see it too. So maybe she, maybe she is my real mom. Maybe my actual mom adopted me and Elvira was my real mom. Well, two years in a row, that's official. That's like, that I means she knows. She's like waiting for it. You know, she's looking at her uh, Instagram just, and she's like, when's my prompt coming this year? Uh, <laughs> Back in the day. And we, <laughs> well, we'll see you next year, Elvira. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I have nothing to announce, but uh, <laughs> I, I did go to Spirit Halloween um, for the first nice. time of the season, which was great. However, it was like maybe 25% full. It was mm. kind of odd. Like I'm almost questioning why they would bother opening it if it's so low stock. And I've heard that from multiple people who've been to Spirit Halloween over the last week. Uh, now I get it that they're in the space and I guess they're waiting for stuff. So I guess it doesn't hurt to open, but still uh, kind of a, I don't know. It's kind of like you, you anticipate it all year and then you go there and it's like almost everything's empty. Almost looks like you went two days after you know halloween or something um but i did buy a couple things and i do plan on going at least once a week just to check out uh, new stuff that's coming in so if you have spirit halloweens in your area could be open so look out for it have you any of you guys been to your spirits yet or not yet not yet they opened though they opened on saturday so i'm sure sam and i will venture over there at some point this week to check it out nice uh, all right, so questions. Uh, you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast, or of course on our Discord. A super super active week on Discord. Uh, people were in rare form this week, uh, just talking about a lot of activity in the book club. Um, you have a lot of uh, food talk in our mess hall, and of course a lot of horror talk as well. We're challenging each other with horror games and realizing just how great. It is. <laughs> guessing horror movies we are just by one screenshot so very impressed by how fast people guess the movies and sometimes pretty obscure films so that's really cool so if you want to join us there it is completely free to join you just need the discord app and ask one of us for the link and we will send it to you so the first question this week is from uh samantha it says new listener here love your podcast too sam this is more of a question for sam and joe i'm visiting salem this october any secret local spots to check out? We go every October and always find new places and things to do. Oh, I'm going to give this one to Sam because she is the affectionate of all things Salem. Not as much as you are, Joe. Take it away. Not as much as you are, Sam. Take it away. 
Both of you do it. Be quiet. As much as you, Joe, so you take it away. <laughs> um, I mean, as far as like, see, I don't know. Like, there's nothing that comes to mind as far as like secret places. I mean, everything's like, it's a very small town. So like everything's kind of known about, uh, I guess for like food places, Sam and I have been going to a place called Mercy Tavern a lot lately. Um, that's very good. And it's a little off the beaten path. That's a chicken place chicken sandwich place no they have a little bit of everything but what sam and i love the most there it's they have like this grilled cheese sandwich that has like uh egg and cheese and avocado on it and it's really really good they make really good burgers there too though and their drinks are really good too uh what is it called sim the double jeopardy is that the drink you like um i forget not the double jeopardy because i always think that's what it's called but it's final jeopardy Final Jeopardy. Final yeah. Jeopardy. Yeah. That, so that is, that is definitely a place to go check out. It's down by the wharf, which actually that's another place, I guess. Go to the wharf because a lot of people head down that uh, way. It's on the waterfront. There's also some pretty cool shops down there. There's an antique shop that Sam and I like to go to. Um, so definitely head down there. And other than that, I don't know. Anything else, Sam, that jumps in your head? And also check out Die With Your Boots On and use code Halloween Happy. Save 10%. <laughs> Is that a store? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never heard of it. So it's a local uh, Salem thing, I guess. Yeah, they sell like goth. I guess, right? Like more like gothy style it's clothing. It's weird, weird fashion for the weird people. Yes. Very nice. Uh, all right, next question is from Eleanor0858. She says, share scariest, most frightening doll dummy from a movie or TV episode. So what's the scariest doll out there, according to you guys? I'll go. Um, so I was really afraid of the clown from Poltergeist. You ever see the remix, Sam? Poltergeist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only once, though. I don't really remember it, to be honest. It's got Ethan Hawke or is that Kevin Bacon in the remake? I don't think either. I don't think really? No, it's Sam uh, uh, oh, Rockwell. Um, there you go. Yeah, he's really good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, scary doll. I don't know. Probably Chucky when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Poltergeist doll is awesome. And I really hope like Trick or Treat Studios or someone makes a replica of that because that is something I've been searching for for years of like a replica of that clown doll because it's so awesome. Um, one that really sticks in my head is, uh, are you afraid of the dark episode where like, like, there was like a girl who was like a doll, like she was like locked up in her attic. Some people will know exactly what I'm talking about, but she was like, a, she was like a, just a normal girl, but she like looked like a doll and she was like locked in the attic and like, she was like, I don't know, it's weird, but it was fucking creepy as hell. And it gave me nightmares as a kid. So she specifies a movie TV episode. So I'd say Annabelle is probably like one of the scariest dolls out yeah. there. Uh, but by far the scariest dolls out there are the ones my mom keeps in her guest bedroom. <laughs> and every time I go sleep over there, they're like staring into my soul as I sleep. Like so, porcelain dolls or something. Yeah, she 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 owns this collection of porcelain dolls, and it's the ones where the eyes like open and close, uh, like. I don't know, they bat their eyes or whatever, and they're like super old and they're all still in their boxes. And I swear they're staring at me when I'm sleeping in that uh, in that room when I visit over there. So yeah, that, that's probably the scariest dolls out there. So thanks, mom. Just, it's like she does it on purpose, I think. 
she she should send you one uh, yeah no. <laughs> she actually tried i to pawn one off last time i went there i heard my grandmother like conspired to try to get me this super creepy doll thinking it would work well in my halloween collection but i'm like no <laughs> no thank you um all right so next question is from which aesthetic did you guys catch the easter egg in the movie i'm assuming she's assuming billy billy yeah yeah probably i didn't when was that he's when all the, the dolls were there yeah, he's oh he's dolls. he's Oh, he's in there somewhere. He's actually on the ground. Not he's not like inside, like a cabinet. He's actually oh. like on the floor next. There to goes him. one of my trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two Billies in this movie. Is what you're trying to tell me? That's right. Yeah, we have two Billies right. in this movie. So very interesting. Did the movie come out before or after The Conjuring? This came out before The Conjuring, I believe. This is Did you? Okay, The Conjuring yeah. is what nine. So this Conjuring was in the 2010s because it was on my list. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This was really a precursor to Annabelle, really, yeah. for James Wan. Okay, cool. He definitely has a, a theme to his yeah, he does. his later movies. <laughs> um so yes, I, I did catch it, but I I I think I caught it because I knew it was there for I, I watched this late in like December, November of last year. Uh I did it in my what watched. I actually we even discussed it quite a bit when I did my what watch. Because I started questioning if we'd actually done the episode already on this movie. And I actually went back and checked on the list because I, I thought maybe we had done it. But no, it was just a what watch discussion. Um, next question from Jonathan. Uh, would you be able to not scream if confronted by Mary Shaw? Probably not. That would get ripped right out. I think so. I think uh, I would react the way I did watching it where you get the chills, you know, get the goosebumps. So... Yeah, I was going to mention later though that uh, our main character is really good at not being scared, <laughs> like super. <scared. laughs> yeah. He's brave. What can you say? Um, I so, so screaming isn't my reaction to getting scared, so I don't think I'd scream when I saw her. I'd probably like go into swear in attack mode. <laughs> like that's that's my natural reaction to fear is like get my guard up and like swear so i don't think screaming would be what i would do so maybe i'd be safe from mary shaw but i don't want to be in that situation <laughs> to be that scared of having like this whole freaking lady uh, in your room uh, next question is from raz why do you think that ho uh, foreign horror movies seem a lot creepier include better plots and are overall better made than u.s produced films nowadays especially uh, I saw that on the Discord. I wouldn't agree with that. I think, I think we see the best of the best from foreign films. You know, like most of them, the best ones get picked up. You know, whether it's Shutter or whatever, Netflix, whatever you got. The ones that suck don't usually get to the bigger audience, which is the U.S., right? So I think, um, yeah, like I said, we're we're getting the best of the best from Korea, Japan, whatever it is. And if you think about it too, like all J horror is pretty much the same kind of movie. You know. Um, yeah, there's trash everywhere, whether it's U.S., Canadian, English, Korean, whatever. So, yeah, I, I disagree with that. I agree with you, Todd. I, yeah, I that point exactly. So I really don't have anything to add to it. I agree as well. Yeah, and the same thing for me. I've seen some absolute trash from other countries because I'm looking at, you know, like Tubi and stuff. I'm not Gosh. just going on like Shutter where they picked up the big releases and, you know, so yeah, there's definitely uh, some trash in all countries. That's, that's I don't know. I don't know if you guys know this, but Tubi has Tubi originals now. 
I saw that. Uh, actually, <laughs> I wanted to watch the movie you uh, you watched, and that, yeah. when I saw your review, I'm like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> It'll be on my wet watch, so okay. stay tuned for Swim. Yeah, yeah. If you're a Tubi original, that's uh, <laughs> that's. I don't know if that's something to brag about. Uh, but please sponsor us, Tubi. Uh, next one is from Eric. Who would you choose to play Mary Shaw in a remake, and why do you choose Damien Maffei? <laughs> oh shit um ooh, who am i casting mary shaw she's, lynn still, she's still alive so let's get her back let's lynn shay lynn shay yeah but but not the movie where she goes beep beep bop boop not, not that performance <laughs> or in, uh something about mary <laughs> oh scotch Beware the beware the boobs, the saggy boobs <laughs> of the great one, man. <laughs> Is it the Frank or the Beans? I think we're uh, we're recasting the actress that played her because she's still alive. I just looked her up. So she is. All right, Ooh. cool. We're sticking with her. Born she's in the thirties, something. Eh? Yeah. Hey, bring her on. Hey, she did she like? Act. Did she do anything else with like in her career? Um, or is she like this? Like her you? claim to fame? No, she's no. Gone. I'm just wondering. <laughs> <That's> if... So mean. <laughs> did I haven't you? done anything? I am going to have my acting debut coming up, though, so stay tuned. Hey, she was in that show. You guys watched Nosferatu. Was she? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she, she played Jolene, Jolene July, whoever that is. Oh. She's got a, a very long career, actually. Good for her. Yeah. Nice. Nosferatu RIP. It wasn't that good. So. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, I would uh, hire Bonnie Aarons. You know, she plays good, creepy ladies. Mm. So and, Good one. Uh, I think that would be probably the best choice. She was actually, someone told me she was in something, oh, Jacob's Wife, which is a new movie over on Shudder that uh, despite people telling me not to, I think I'm still going to watch. <laughs> it stars, of uh, course Robert. you will, Steve. Of well, I, uh, CM Punk, the wrestler, is really plugging it, so I'm wondering if he appears in it. So uh -huh. I'll, I might watch it just, to, I, anything as a pro wrestler, and if for some reason I'm like, did you, I get attracted to, so. Did you like his movie there he did? It, was it wasn't right. terrible. Yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. terrible. Like, uh, yeah. it's you know, he was fine in it. It's yeah. just the movie itself had a little bit left to be desired, but it, it wasn't the worst movie I've seen, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a bit original. It was fucking bizarre. I'll give it that. Was that, was that the girl on the third floor or something yeah. like that? Yeah, that's, a, yeah mm -hmm. that's exactly it. Um, all right. So, next question is from Garen97, the same person who uh, picked tonight's movie. Do you own any Dead Silence merchandise? Personally, I have the Tots Billy Puppet. Ooh, that's a good one. That's really cool. Did you ever get that, Joe? I thought you were, you were looking at it. I was looking at it, but I never did. Just because I... Well, I mean, we'll get into this later in the review, but like the first time I saw Dead Silence, I was like, oh, you know, it was all right. And mm -hmm. I really hadn't watched it since. Um, and th that's actually the exact reason why I picked it for tonight's movie. And hear my thoughts later on whether i like it better or not and maybe i will be picking up the billy puppet now we'll see spoiler <laughs> i do not i only have a blu-ray and that's it yeah i don't have anything i know tots also sells that clown uh puppet too from the end scene nothing either over here and i just have the dvd nothing either no autographs no nothing from this movie but I would love to get Mary Shaw's autograph if she's uh, yeah, signing cool. anything. She'd be the number one, I think. And then number two, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, and number three, Donnie Wahlberg's razor. 
Exactly. <laughs> I I kept thinking like, isn't aren't the little hairs falling on his his neck and itching him like all day? Uh, I have a whole thing about that fucking razor <laughs> that we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about there. later. Yeah. Um, is that question? Also, would you like to see a sequel to this movie, or would you like a prequel that discusses more of Mary Shaw's story, or both? Yes, yes to both. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, God, I don't want to say too much here because I don't want to obviously give away my thoughts on the movie, but um, I think this is—I'll just say—I think this has good potential to like be like a, a franchise. It did. I don't. I don't know about it anymore. Right. The time and, mate has yeah. probably sailed. Yeah. Plus, people now would probably be like, "Ah, it's an Annabelle ripoff," even though this one came earlier. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it bombed, so it didn't get a sequel. But I would have preferred, yeah, some kind of saga around it. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I personally would have preferred a prequel. I think in this particular case, because the stuff they do give us in the movie, explaining kind of how they got there, was super interesting. I think could make for a great movie. Um, and also just to see kind of what the village people and stuff like the people in that town thought about it village and all that people. like the village people YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> YMCA. Right. yeah yeah um i call the cop <laughs> joe can be the construction worker uh, oh they, thank you <laughs> who would sam be um native american the native american okay yeah like uh, wednesday adams <laughs> yeah you should be the navy guy todd that's the uh that's is there a navy guy yeah. I think, yeah, I think there is. I'll be the biker. Oh, nice. <laughs> you, you got the costume, so you're good. Right. <laughs> the assless chaps. Right. Um, yeah, so that's my answer for that. Next one is from Horror Fan Ryan. How many dolls do you think you could fight off before they would take you down? I think I could fight 50 before they would finally <laughs> ro- over, overrun me and take me out. That's a nice round number. I like no that. chance. No chance you're taking on fifty dolls, man. That's but, okay. But what are the rules? Do they have human strength in a doll body, or are they like Chucky, where you can just kick them across the room? I, I'd say let's go Chucky because technically yeah. none of them are really alive, right? So they're not really doing anything. So you could take all hundred, but uh, let's say Chucky. Chucky, I, yeah, I think you're good with Chucky. He's like five pounds tops. You just kick him. Get your cleats nah, on. I'm going. I think it'd be like the zombie mentality like a horde of them eventually are going to overtake you and 50 like are definitely going to overtake you say even 20 could overtake you okay yeah i agree with that it's like the little ashes in uh, army of darkness like one little ash is nothing but you know combined they're uh they were a bitch (laughs) Mm -hmm. take with me sam we'll live 35 (laughs) killing all of them i'm calling it I guess I don't have the confidence. I, I think 20, I'd probably be done for. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm going to stick with Horfan Ryan because he's, oh, and, and Todd, he says 50, you say all of them. So let's let's book it and, uh, you know, put it on pay-per-view. We'll do but, a hell in the cell match. But yeah. <laughs> well, see, that wouldn't even work because if you kick him, they just bounce off and like, you know, you need a place where you can actually kick him out of the ring and have a shot. I you think in a hell in a cell match, you're done. You got to pick up two one in each arm and then just swing them around at the other ones <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so last series of questions here from chuck captain amazing 85 puppet movies always make the puppets as creepy as possible do you think it would make it scarier if it was a cheerful fun puppet sure yeah i mean i don't tonight's one is like super i mean yeah he's creepy looking but i don't think they like made him look like annabelle per se where like annabelle's already creepy right off the bat you know um 
So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think if it just looked like a normal doll, it would be just as creepy. Back to the doll fight. Steve, <laughs> think about you being in your mom's room with all the porcelain dolls. Could you take them? They're porcelain. You just drop them on their head and they're dead. Yeah, they're porcelain, but some of them are pretty big. So, <laughs> like, she, she has some, uh, like, three, four foot ones. Uh, three, oh, I'd gosh, say three feet. That's terrifying. Three, three feet ones. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. They're, uh, depends how strong they are, I guess. So, what do you think, Todd? Uh, scary friendly, doll or versus friendly or like, scary? Yeah. Or, um, I don't know. I think it works both ways because you got Chucky, who's really sweet, but you know he's evil. So let's start with it's always nice to have them nice at the beginning, and then they transition into being mean, if that makes sense. And Sam? Yeah. I missed the question. Uh, do you think that, you know, do they need to be scary dolls to make it work, or can it be like a fun-loving doll and it would be just as scary? I mean, a fun-loving doll that kills you? Like same movie, but a, you know, a doll that looks fun versus you know, like an Annabelle type doll. Um, I mean, I guess both would be scary no matter what. If a doll's attacking you, doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah, I think you kind of need the scary doll, and I think that's the reason they didn't go with Raggedy Ann and Conjuring. Like, I, I've if you replay the Conjuring and it's a Raggedy Ann doll, do you take it as seriously? I, I don't think so. No. I think that's more of a scary movie type, you know, like situation where they're spoofing <laughs> uh, the conjuring than it is a horror film. I think it's just like if it was a Bart Simpson doll. Right. Like yeah. there's a way to have a regular doll that's scary, like the fucking ones in my mom's house, uh, you know, where it's because they have creepy, like real life features. But if it's a goofy looking doll, then I don't think it would necessarily work. But Poltergeist is pretty goofy when, if you look at it at face value, and that was a pretty, like, scary scene at least at the time so maybe uh his next question can each member attempt to talk without moving their lips are we really gonna try this um without yeah, moving my tell? lips <laughs> right no we've been doing it the whole episode <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i'm gonna do it the rest of the episode all right i'll go ready yes hey shan how are you doing today <laughs> Did You're you? so cute. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> did, did, did you like on the water? Shut up your asshole. I don't. I think I, think I got it. I think I got a career. That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of look oh like a house, God. like a wax figure. It's creepy. <laughs> hey, Joe. Remember that one time that you put your thumb through butt? No, Todd. I don't remember I did that. Okay, let me try. You're listening to the Horror Squad podcast. That's pretty damn good. Like you got still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. So confirmed. Oh, Steve's not gonna try. <laughs> no, because I, I tried it when I, I saw the question earlier. <laughs> and I, I sound like you're on the toilet for practicing. <laughs> I like sound like snuffleupagus if you had a cold. Like it, just, it does not sound good at all. <laughs> oh my god. Um, his next question, what movie puppet is the coolest of all time? And why is it the Freddy puppet from Nightmare on Elm Street 3? Mm. Definitely cool. Maybe the coolest. But I'm going to go, coolest puppet of all time is Slappy from Goosebumps franchise for me. He looks a lot like uh, Billy. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. 
don't know, man. Nothing really jumps out at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, puppet-wise, from a scary movie, couldn't tell you, but from a music video, the NSYNC dolls. It's going <laughs> to be me, right? <laughs> I mean, the movie's called Puppet Master, but I've never considered, like, the Puppet Master puppets, like... Yeah, I thought they were just toys, but puppets, yeah. I was going to say Leech Woman, but I'm like, well, if you consider, like puppet puppet then yeah they're more like just figures i'll pick i'll still pick leech woman okay she's a good choice so there's actually two puppets in uh, one of the movies i'll be talking about on my watch tonight and (laughs) it was something let me tell you so definitely not those puppets (laughs) but uh yeah nightmare on elm street 3 i think would probably be the best one as well Uh, Mm. freddy puppets really very cool uh and the final question tonight sam Let's get that food pairing with no strings attached. Ooh, spaghetti. <laughs> oh my God. Um, since I'm snacking on popcorn, I'm just going to go with good old popcorn, guys. Nothing exciting. Sorry to let you down. I think Donnie Wahlberg in this movie would eat something like obnoxious. Like, like what? Je- like jello or something. Like in the middle of interrogation, just like, <laughs> so what happened to your wife? <laughs> he seems like a guy that would do that for sure. Like a little pudding he cup? He does, eh? Yeah, he puts his tongue in the pudding cup too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's eating to he's tobacco. I was gonna call it tobacco pudding. Tapioca pudding. Oh, tapioca so And he's good. like squeezing the beads like with his teeth. Yes. Yeah. Yum. Yeah, he seems like that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Well, what was uh Jamie? What's his, what was J- what a babe. What was Jamie's dad? Jamie's eating? a babe too, really? Oh my god, yeah. I he forgot like, like how hot he was. Yeah. My god, no, he like oh. went on a whole trip to see who killed his wife. Are you joking? Okay. So romantic. We'll allow it. I think his dad's uh, wife was hotter than Jamie, personally. She's crazy though. Yeah, she's cute. And then uh his wife too, the one died. I'm like, okay, kinda got a thing for it. Not bad. Right. Yeah. What did Jamie got... eat though? He's he's he, no the uh... dad. Oh, the dad. He's eating like lobster. And, no, like, what scallops. was she? What was she feeding him that just like went in the back oh, of his? It was soup, wasn't it? His soup. Yeah. It was what like, kind of soup though? It, it looked like clam chowder. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it kind of looked like anyway. Yeah. But I was gonna say I think the menu tonight should be the Chinese food that they never got to have. Oh, I love I Chinese food so much. <laughs> yeah, me what too. Do you think <laughs> they, what do you think they ordered? Some egg rolls for sure. Oh yeah, uh, they, they look like a wonton crew. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. Pro- definitely a wonton soup in there. Chow I was thinking maybe like beef sushi. and green pepper. I don't think sushi. they were sushi. I don't think no, they weren't sushi. sushi. I think they oh, went yeah. Chinese, not Japanese. Okay. So maybe General Tao. Mm. I peg him as a General Tao. I can't go wrong with little orange chicken though. Mm-hmm. Broccoli beef. <laughs> what are the uh, crab ragoons? Mm. Honey walnut shrimp. Oh. Yum yum, fried rice. Mm. Eat up, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. He's eating for one now. Yeah. Well, he's eating for nobody now. <laughs> oh, spoilers! <laughs> spoilers. Well, after all that food talk, we need something to wash that down. So, oh. what better way to do that than some Deadly Grounds coffee? Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. 
It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What, watched? Yes. Steve, what, what kind of puppet movies have you been watching, buddy? Ooh. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we got a screener in. Um, said that from this year, of course. I think it releases this week on the yeah it releases on the 24th of august uh, on vod and it's called the forever room in this one it takes place pretty much all in one room a uh, a girl is chained up to the side of the room and by her mom and her mom keeps going down there and trying to take care of her give her some sandwiches and stuff and she's just kind of you know, telling her that she needs to be down there and that she wants her to get better and the girl wants nothing, you know, doesn't want, doesn't want to hear it. And she refuses to eat the sandwiches and she refuses to bathe, but the mom tries to bathe her anyway because she smells. And it's basically an hour and 20 minute dialogue fest of this girl and her mom uh, just talking about all sorts of stuff that just... <laughs> It was just dialogue for the sake of dialogue, if you ask me personally. Um, the the sound mixing was pretty cool. The acting was okay. Cinematography was decent, but man, I was bored watching this movie. Like it's just not the type of movie I personally enjoy to watch. Um, you know, there there was a twist ending near the end that I thought was decent, but then after the twist ending. They, the movie keeps going and like completely just destroys the twist ending just by going on too long after the ending. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it wasn't one of my favorite films. Uh, there's also these weird ghosts that show up in the room for the girl kind of doing some exposition and stuff like that, including one that has puppets, these two like sock puppets that she uh, uses to communicate. It's a very weird film. Uh, personally would not recommend it, but uh, if you'd like to check it out anyway, if you like especially dialogue-driven one-room uh, films, it's called The Forever Room and comes out the 24th of August. All right. My first one is a 1981 film called Dark Night of the Scarecrow, currently streaming on Tubi. I was about to buy the uh, Blu-ray, but then I researched it. I'm like, oh, Tubi's got it for free, so let's do that. Um, this one is a made-for-TV movie, which I didn't know about going in. I uh, decided to look it up because I'm like, man, these kills like have really good potential, but they're all off screen or they're like tiny blood. I'm like, oh, made for TV movie. Got it. But anyway, um, this one starts out with a mentally challenged or mentally handicapped man that he's like a grown man, but he you know thinks like a child or whatever. And he's hanging out with his little girl, totally innocent, things like that. But there's these freaking turds in the town that are just assholes, right? Uh, older dudes, bigots, whatever. Um, they're like, man, we got to get that guy because I don't like him hanging around with the girl. Even though he's a nice guy, I can understand like maybe being a little bit weirded out, but he's such a nice guy to leave him alone. So they're just like finding any choice to fuck with him. Uh, he ends up, our, our guy ends up saving the little girl from a dog attack, um, but he's, you know, not all there. So he takes the girl when she's unconscious to the family, looks like she's dead to him because he doesn't really understand, but she, she lives through it, whatever. Um, but the stupid assholes in town thinks he killed her, even though like a dog bite, whatever. Okay, you can't tell what that is, but anyway. His mom, like he runs to his mom. She's like, okay, go play hide and go seek and they won't find you, which he dresses up as a scarecrow, goes, hides in the field. These guys find them, shoot them, kill them. Then they get off because incompetence by the judge. And then some times pass. They're really stupid. Like they're bragging about killing them, getting away with murder. And then they start getting bumped off one by one. Um, it's, it's a shame because the scarecrow is super cool, but they don't really show him until the, about the final two minutes of the movie. 
and most of the kills are off screen. So it's kind of a big bummer for that. So I think if they would have shown the Scarecrow stalking, that would have been awesome. Um, and then the, the villains are like, just like you dislike them so much because they're so mean to him and he's such a nice guy. And like, they got this little posse, like one's like the mailman and he's like the town badass for some reason, but he's just this really old mean guy. And I just didn't like any of the characters and like the killer wasn't utilized properly, like I said, and kills were off screen. So not really a recommend um, unless you're looking for an 80s made for TV horror movie on Tubi. So Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, 1981. Righty. I think Sam's a fan of that one, actually. What's it called? Dark, Dark Knight, Knight of the Scarecrow. Oh, yes, yes. You don't like it, Todd? Well, let me go back into my review from the top. So Dark Knight <laughs> of the Scarecrow. <laughs> I'm just joking. Just giving you a hard time. All righty. Please tell me you didn't watch more American Horror Stories. Um, please <laughs> help me. Yeah, you, got, you guys help. need like, a, like an intervention. Well, I don't know if I talked about the episode that I was like, it's been the best so far, like where they went out camping, I think. No, you didn't talk about that no, you, one. You, if you, you want previewed to. it, but you didn't talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. I'm going to talk about that one. Um, <clears throat> okay. So it was an episode called Feral and it's about a boy named Jacob who disappears on a family camping trip. 10 years later, his father is approached by a hunter uh, who presents evidence that his son is still alive, is still alive after being kidnapped by a drug cartel. He offers to take the dad and the mom. Meanwhile, they had been like separated and divorced and like it just completely run their lives and they don't talk to each other anymore. So anyways, this guy... I don't know. It's so fucked up. He takes them on like a wild goose chase hunt, whatever the saying is. And you're thinking that it's the drug cartel that took the kid, but then he was paid by the supposedly drug cartel to get these people out there so he can kill them. But then when they go out there to the drug cartel spot, everyone's like eaten up. And so he's confused and he was like, oh, I was supposed to bring you out here so we could take your money and then they would kill you. Like, I just got to do what I got to do. But now everyone's fucking eaten up and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, so it's about like these cannibals, I guess. Um, I don't really know how to describe it. Like, I feel like it's the second episode that I've liked so far. But then it kind of got a little ridiculous because they're like inbred as well. And some of them had like, I don't know, there was one guy who had like a lobster claw arm. And then there was another man who had like all of his teeth were in his eye socket. Like it was just a little too much. I, I thought it was going to be an okay episode, but it was, it was all right. And then just the ending was kind of abrupt, but I told Joe he should watch it because I feel like he might like that out of all of the ones he he's disliked so far. So right. yeah, don't watch don't if you're gonna watch one, just watch that or the drive-in one. That's still the best one. Yeah, I'll watch that one if you think I'll like it. I'll give it a shot. Um, I mean, you'll right. like it more than the other ones. So okay, we'll talk. I'm assuming we'll talk about the other one later too. The last one. That, which was the season finale, I believe. Um, oh, thank right. God. <laughs> yes. I, can get my, I can get my fucking life back. Yeah, until yeah. American Horror Story <laughs> comes out in like a few weeks and you're like, oh. Right. 
All right. Uh, I don't remember if I talked about this one, so stop me if I did. And if you guys don't stop me and I did, I apologize to everyone. Um, but uh, so this is a 2018 release called Why Don't You Just Die? Um, it is a Russian movie. Uh, and it is so it's about uh, this uh, boyfriend who goes over to uh, his girlfriend's father's house because his girlfriend told him that, hey, like my dad, like molested me and raped me uh, as a child and he's still doing it now. So I just need you to get rid of him. So he goes over there and he attempts to murder the father, but the father is like a cop and like a Marine and a badass, and they get in like this fucking huge melee and it's, <laughs> it's shit. It's, it's just so wild. Like, so it's like on the vein, it's sort of like a horror comedy. So like, it's not like super serious. Um, they get like, they get into just this insane melee and uh, the kid gets, ends up getting handcuffed. And then from there, Stuff just crazier and crazier as we go um, with a lot of twists and turns, a lot of side stories, a lot of characters. I don't really want to give anything else away because uh, this movie's great and I, I highly recommend it uh, if you can find it. Um, I believe it's definitely streaming um, online somewhere. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you right now. Um, you can you can rent it on Prime for three ninety nine. So and honestly, it's worth the three ninety nine rental, in my opinion. Uh, it's very good. It would have been very close, you know, to making. Uh, so it was a twenty twenty release in America, um, and it would have been like pretty close to making my top ten last year. That's how much I enjoyed this one. You know, teetering on if it's actual horror or not, um, but it's hyper violent and that's i mean and there's definitely some horror themed moments um but i mean a great time and uh, you know i guess more maybe action thriller than horror but uh definitely recommend checking this one out if you if you can so my last one this week is a film from 2007 that i watched over on disney plus uh, and that's sunshine so this movie is directed by uh, Danny Boyle, of course, known for uh, 28 Days Later. And it stars Chris Evans, Rose Byrne, and Killian Murphy. In this one, a, uh, the sun is starting to lose its potency, which is affecting the Earth by making it colder. And if they don't find a way to reboot the sun, uh, essentially the Earth is going to freeze to death. So they send a gigantic uh, spaceship with a crew of around eight people to uh, essentially detonate this like crazy amount of uh, nuclear energy into the core of the sun in order to reboot it and regain its potency. Uh, So the first mission doesn't work and they lose track of that spaceship. So they send a second ship, which is which has the crew of Chris Evans, Rose Byrne, Killian Murphy, and a few others, to uh, kind of complete the mission because they don't have a third shot because they don't have enough resources on Earth to build a third one. So this is kind of their last hope. So they're going towards the sun, and um, you know they a bunch of things happen on deck, and there are mistakes that are made, and. It's just a crazy adventure. I don't want to say too much because I think kind of going through these issues with this crew is what makes the film really interesting. Uh, everyone in this film does a really 
good job of portraying kind of how crazy you get on such an important mission and you have half the people who are like we have to save you know other crew members the other half is like no because that jeopardizes the mission and you know like six billion people are kind of depending on this mission so you know forget the other crew members and there's just really interesting uh kind of you know relationship between the crew members and the issues they go to and it's just a really crazy film the film looks amazing like to it really shows just how powerful the sun is uh it's just a really fantastic movie and i definitely recommend that you check it out if you get a chance it's it's a really cool it's got great effects even for 2007 and uh yeah definitely a one to watch and that's sunshine which i saw on disney plus i love that movie that's awesome yeah and if you're wondering why steve put it on a horror podcast because it gets very uh horrific in the second or the last act of that movie it does yeah it goes <laughs> in the kind of almost slasher territory yeah it goes from uh, sci-fi to yeah. slasher slash horror very mm-hmm. very abruptly and near the end yeah it's very good all right mine is a uh, 2021 release called swim it's a 2b original it's the same people that make asylum films those those people that like when there's transformer movie they call it robot formers or some plain rip off things like that um this one is terrible it's bottom five easily of the year and this is about a rich beautiful looking family that goes to some kind of like beach house right in the middle of a storm and a shark gets in the house um so it's a bland ripoff of crawl uh, of a couple years ago with a uh, crocodile or alligator whatever it was but with a shark the production value is terrible like I, I don't understand how you can have like a decent budget or at least professional filmmakers making a movie like this that makes like basic mistakes that are unforgivable when you have money to correct it for example you can tell like the weather doesn't um, help them, like the filmmakers, right? So they have to read dub lines and things like that. But it literally sounds like someone in a bathroom recording lines and putting them over the track. And it's just like, oh my God, you're going to be, it, it's so unrealistic. It's so terrible. Um, the acting is garbage. It's got Joey Lawrence in there from like 1990s fame, <laughs> Sam perked up. Um, I mean, the girls are all great looking, and I guess the guys are handsome and things like that, but the movie's just bad. Like, the CGI is terrible. The characters are dumb as fuck. And then unforgivable stuff, un- unforgivable filmmaking errors where if you had the money, you're at least going to get lines recorded correctly, but they didn't, and it's just garbage. Do not watch this. Really cool poster. Stupid-ass title. Stupid-ass movie. Swim. A Tubi original. Sorry, Tubi. We haven't liked your movies tonight, but Tubi it is. All righty, Sam, should we talk about uh, the last American Horror Stories we'll probably ever talk about on the show? No, move along. <laughs> I want my life back, American Horror Stories. Shame on you. Until we get to, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about American Horror Story. With oh, yeah, Hulk, definitely. Hulkin eventually. Uh, but all right, so the final episode of American Horror Stories. Uh, do you want to go for it, Sam? Or do you want me to go for it? You can go for it. Okay. So uh, this one is, uh, I believe, the final episode of the se- of the season. It is called Game Over, and we return to Murder House. Let's let's go back to that well if it hasn't been dried out before. Um, but in this one, uh, we have an opening with two massive horror fans. One played by Miley Cyrus's sister. <laughs> um, 
which hey, I mean they're just throwing everyone in this show now. So why Biley, not? Biley Cyrus. Biley Cyrus, yes. Um, who Sam said looks like a young Vera Farmiga. She Ooh, does. Let me look her up. What's her name? Miley uh, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus' sister. Noah <laughs> Cyrus. I'll, just, I'll do Miley Cyrus' sister. Is it, uh, is it Noah the guy? That's what I was gearing to say. Her, I think that's brother? Metro Station. Who's the sister? What's her name? Noah? Brandy? Miley and... Brandy? I got Brandy's a brand, her mom. I got a Brandy and a Noah here. Do Noah. Girls. Okay. She's dark haired. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. She does look like her. Doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. So anyway, we got like two massive horror fans who met at a horror convention. They are lovers and they do all things horror. And right now they are on a tour to visit all of the famous horror movie and TV show filming locations. So they decided to go to the murder house famous for American horror story, the TV show. Yes. Um, The TV show uh, is now, you know, we have broken a different wall here um, where the show is, you know, an actual TV show. Um, So they go to the house, um, stay an overnight. Uh, They get murdered by obviously all of the monsters and stuff inside. We actually get a, cameo from twisty the clown in here in the house and shit so you're kind of like whoa wait a minute what's going on here why is twisty the clown uh in a different season of american horror story bang the opening scene ends with us finding out that it's really they're inside a video game and that uh we have a video game creator who is uh she is a mother who is creating a american horror story video game to uh get closer to her son um but is also bankrupting her at the same time. Um, so basically in a desperation move, um, she makes an offer to buy the murder house so she can uh, learn more about the show and uh, you know try to salvage this video game, which uh, her son said sucked basically because she didn't, you know, she was putting in characters from different seasons into one and whatnot. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll leave it, I think there. So as not to spoil you any further. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a great episode in my opinion. Uh, once again, just like returning to the same well that they already did like this in two episodes this season. So like, I feel like half of the season was spent in murder house, which don't get me wrong. Murder house was like my favorite season, but like, going back to it now like over and over again it's like okay we've already done this is the same shit over and over and over again it's gotten old and tired uh and it's frustrating because like i had high hopes for american horror stories because like okay they can like do different things and maybe you know doing one hour contained episodes will be good for this format but no it's been trash and like using like the same exact actors from other scenes of American horror story and stuff. It's just like, okay, that's cute, but not really like it's fucking lame. And uh, yeah, I, I will not probably watch the second season, but I probably will. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah. And with this one, the episode that Joe's talking about, it was like, also like each 10 minutes would be like, oh, just joking, it's a game. But then it'd be like, oh, just joking, it's a game within the game. And then it'd be like, oh, it's a game within the game within the game. And it was just so fucking stupid. And the poor mom was getting so much unrealistic shit from her son 
Like she was, it was so stupid. She was like losing all of her money just to build this game to get close to her son. But then he was mad at her because she didn't understand the American horror story universe. And she didn't understand why the murder house season is the best season in American horror story. Like it was just so fucking stupid. And I just, I didn't like it. But anyway, um, I will not be watching season two. Mark my word. I'm not watching season two of American Horror Stories, but I will be watching uh, season 10 of American Horror Story with Evan Peterson. That's the only reason I'm watching is to support EP, okay? Nine and Macaulay? To support EP <laughs> and MC. Yeah. It was a fun cameo in this one. Uh, Dylan McDermott made. Oh yeah, he was the only part. Yes. Yeah. But I'm like, he probably was like, "Wow, this is really stupid." But <laughs> all right. That check. Get and that it, coin. It, and it was cool to see Twisty again for like ten seconds. But I don't think it was the same actor. Oh really? I was just gonna ask. Did it look like it was still? It didn't look like the same actor to me. But it was like so quick that I mean, it could have been. But I doubt they would have brought him back for like a 10 second cameo i'm sure doubt they would have paid him for that but who knows what else is he doing i've yeah maybe he's doing the con the convention circuit i know that much. yeah i never had a chance to meet him i think i would meet him though me too i, I like twisty a lot so yeah and he was good in the invitation which i love that movie yeah he wasn't bad in um the walking dead either so mm. first one episode for one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I need to get back to watching Walking. Me too. Dead. It just launched on Netflix. I need to get into it. Are you caught up with everything on Netflix besides the new season just drops in? So what's the newest season they put on there? Eleven or twelve? I don't know. Steve, do you know? Uh, ten, ten's last one that they because uh, eleven started yesterday. Okay, okay so, so I'm in the up. middle of nine still. Why don't you finish nine up and then let me know? We can watch. Yeah, let's at the do same it. time. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Let me know. All right. I think it's trivia time. Trivia time. Ooh, let me get out the here. notes here. Steve's uh, got a commanding lead right now. He is commanding lead. He does. He does. I'm going to get in Steve's head right now, though. Oh. By just looking at him. Yeah, you do that. My, ooh, my ring camera on Ghost Hunter is going off. Yes, oh. Yes, it's titled Ghost Hunter. Or the Ghost Hunter. Yeah. We'll look at that later. All right, Steve, commanding performance, first place, 81 points. Whew. Joe, right up on his ball sack at 76. Ooh. Taz, 75. Sam, 51. Woo -woo. Game number 32. I need to break my two-week zero streak. Ooh. It's hurting me now. It's hurting me. That's Joe hurtful. had a zero last week. Ooh. I did. I did. I'm ashamed. Sam and uh, Steve are the only ones that been performing lately, so let's pick it up, Joe. All right. So I'll, I'll try Oh, oh, Daddy Steve wants to start. Look at that. He's starting. He's he's wait. He wants to do it Ready? while we're cold. <laughs> I see that. I see. Let me warm up. Let me warm up, Joe. What's the <laughs> who wrote the original uh, The Shining, Joe? Get you warmed up. Oh, 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 oh. let's do it. Are you ready? Okay, that's incorrect. Okay, zero points for Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. All right. So this one comes to us from Mondo, Ooh. and this is the most Mondo question ever. Uh, uh in Hocus Pocus. Oh. God. What word does Danny use when telling Allison that Max likes her boobs? Yabos. Correct. <laughs> Yabos. Yes. Classic. Very cool. Good job, Sam. You Sam have to answer. You have to answer all the trivia questions 
in ventriloquist style. Yavos. Yavos. All right, you're up, Sam. Oh, me. Okay. Tonight's trivia questions are brought to you by the awesome Kayla. If anyone else sent them my way, sorry, this one was on the top of my messages, so I picked this one. Okay. All right, let's see. Okay. It took about a year to get the iconic shot and where blood pours out of the elevator in The Shining, right? But only how many days to film? One. Three. We got one on the board. We got three. It doesn't matter. Steve got it. Three. three. Okay. Can you repeat the question though, Sam? <laughs> yeah. Even though here you got it. Um, so it took about a year to get the iconic shot and where the blood pours out of the elevator in the shining, but only how many days to film? I don't get it. It took three or three days to film, but it took a year. It took a year to set it up and then three days to actually film. Oh. Because they had to reset it twice, I think. Gotcha. Okay. Steve on the board. All right, Damn Steve, it. I guess. Fucking shit. <laughs> Son of a fucking fucker. bitch. Motherfucker. Piece of shit. I get the same treatment on the Let's XP <laughs> gaming podcast. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I got one right here. All right. <clears throat> according to Kayla, well, not according. I mean, this is the correct answer. But <laughs> Kayla, <laughs> where does the movie, what country does the movie Dead Alive take place? New Zealand. Joe with New Zealand is correct. Good Thank movie. you. Thank I didn't you. know that. Really? So does Bad Taste. Yeah, most it's of the movies movie. do, yeah. Uh, okay. Sith, Middle Earth. Yes. Okay. First question comes from my brain. Oh. But I do have some place. I do have some from <clears throat> Kayla later. Uh, all right. So in Dead Silence tonight's Ooh. movie. Billy. <laughs> How many dolls does Mary Shaw have? 100. Incorrect. What? It's incorrect. All right, Sam. Take it. Steal it. Can I uh, get a second guess? No, you cannot. Todd said, no, you can't. So I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> yes, we can. 101. Okay. All right. That is that is correct. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I stole it from you. I, I feel sense. bad, but I don't feel bad because I'm losing. So suck it. Yeah, because you you're counting Billy, I guess. Billy's. Yes, it's 101. It no, is how, said. How is it possible? It said, actually, it, you know what? No, you have to count Jamie. It's actually wrong. Yeah, you have to you have to count the human ones too. But um, didn't Billy have a place on the wall? They he was I like mean, 70 something. In the movie, they said she had 101 dolls. Okay, but what about the other people that well, turned into the, the dolls? Human dolls? I mean, count? I don't count those. I'm judges. counting what, what they said in the movie. Okay, if they what said it in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Todd's like, fine, right. I'll take the point. I'll take it <laughs> if you must. <laughs> right. All right, back to Steven. Yeah. What are the monsters in them? Uh, ants. Yeah, that's good. Yay. Giant ants, but giant ants. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Classic sci-fi horror, right there. Never seen it. You probably oh. have it. So it's a, it was like on TV a lot when you're younger. Oh, I'll have to look it up then. Okay. Um, how many times did actors have to ride a roller coaster to film the roller coaster scene in Final Destination 3? Oh, God. 35. 50. Okay, we, got, we got 25. We got 30, 35. I was 12. Steve was 35. And Joe was 50. Yes. You're all wrong. Oh. 
26 we, times. Ooh. I was going to do closest, but you guys are good on points. So, yeah, right. <laughs> Sam, with the point, being generous. Okay, never mind. All right. Wait, I did get a point. I got Yavos, Todd. Did you mark it I down? Well, I was going to give you another point right now, but then you didn't say anything. So oh. I said, never mind. Okay, maybe next time I'll get it. Okay. Uh, Joseph. Joe. Okay. Uh, next question. Once again, dead silence related. Ooh. Okay. The town in Raven's Dead Fair. Silence. Raven's Fair. Yeah, Steve got it. Is called Raven's Fair. A quiet Fair. place to live. That's <laughs> correct. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> what is the town's tagline? Yeah, a quiet place to live. That is like cheeky fucking thing to say about the movie. A quiet place to live. Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Steve with two points. <laughs> All right. Odd. Let me look at my questions here. Um. Oh yeah, I have one for month. What do they in call Ho- tits in like something else? <laughs> Yabos. In Hocus, in Hocus Pocus. All right, Hocus Pocus related. Max's costume is given two descriptions. What are they? Little eager. Okay. What's the other one? And a calif. Um, I know it, but I'll let Sam. Um. Can she dig deep? Can she dig deep? Do I get, get on the block? Point or there you go. You yeah, it. yeah, we'll get it. Good job. What was it? He put rapper, but that's the same thing. (laughs) Todd, it's not the same. (laughs) Well, little, little, I mean, New Kids on the Block, right? Is a musical artist, so we'll out. He says a new kid on the block, so I'll give it to her. All right. Last question from Kayla. Who is that from, Mondo? See. Shout out to you, Mondo. Good looking out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So from Kayla. In which movie did Christopher Lee play Frankenstein's mother? Monster. <laughs> monster. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm like, reading huh? it. I'm like, damn. That's some, uh, Lee, that some deep been, shit. Yeah. Um, no. So in which movie did Christopher Lee play Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> Cur- Curse of Frankenstein. Correct. Yes. Nice. Ooh, three points tonight, baby. I'm kind of Not disappointed now. I, I wish you played Frankenstein's mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's the director's cut. Yeah, that, that, that would have been yeah. before it's time for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a cut we need. Release the <laughs> yeah, the mother cut. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, My turn. Two, yep. Yes. yes. All righty. Got to be fast on this. Don't you one. dare say the tagline to this movie. Dead silence. You scream, scream, you die. You die. Yeah. <laughs> We're all ready for it now. We're all like. Ever since all you pointed right. it out, Steve, now I'm like, okay, I got to take notes. <laughs> yeah, no, all sorry. right. New bag That's of tricks. She's like, all right, well, let me come up with a new question real quick. <laughs> She's ang- angrily like, What it was the IMDb rating for Dead Silence? 6.3. Is that a real question? <laughs> Oh, I'm close. It's 6.2. You are close, yeah. All right, no, seriously, though. Okay. Um, How many Academy Awards did The Exorcist get nominated for? Three. Five. Going three on this one. I'm going to say two. Three, five, and two? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys are all wrong, and you all suck because it's 10. Wow. Wow. That's cool. How many did it win? One, maybe? One, I what? think. For what best? It was like score or something. Score. It wasn't even like. Mm. Score's good, though. It is good. I'm you saying guys, it's. You guys don't suck. I was Should have just... got like best makeup at least. I don't know if they had best makeup in. Did they? No. In, at that time. That's a. It's a bummer. It's possible. One? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's bullshit anyway, because what? 
didn't get out get best comedy or some stupid shit like that that was at the uh, golden yeah Globes. musical that? comedy yeah yeah <laughs> all right oh your turn tagline oh no thanks to kayla kayla good luck with this one <laughs> it's not over yet it's not over yet sounds like it'd be a sequel I will say uh, this movie. Let me give you the. I'll give you the year this movie came out to help you out here. But the tagline once again is "It's not over yet." I will say it is from a franchise uh, uh, movie. Saw. Saw on the board. Saw part one. Is that what you're going with? Final Destination no. franchise. I need the. Exa- I need no, exact I need movie. movie. Exact movie. Final Destination three. I'd okay. say Saw four. Saw four. Sauce two. Okay. I will stay. I think Sam deserves like a point because she got the Final franchise, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's it's Final Destination 2. Oh. All right. At least we were all like pretty close, except for Sam obviously got it right, but yeah. we weren't all dumbfounded this time like usual. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I think someone on the Discord just rewatched part three. I, forget. I thought that was Caleb. I guess it wasn't. Might have been. Because she also, I think she gave me another question that had to do with Final Destination. So, three's the uh, roller coaster. Yeah, Ben Franklin. Yes, fuck you. I love one. Final Destination. You just like that. All of them. Mm-hmm. There was an interview that I watched the other week. It was like an hour long that he did, um, maybe like two years ago. <clears throat> just to re- I'll recap it real quick because I know you guys all want to know. Um, so they had asked him why he wasn't in the next final destination. And he said at the time he was filming the first one, he said he was like a really big pain in the ass to work with because that's when he was like on top of like his career. Like he was just in the Eminem video, idled hands had just come out and then he was doing final destination. And he said he just like partied too much to where he wasn't like really professional when he went to work. Um, And then also he talked about the movie, The Fanatic. He said that it was originally, well, at the time when he was talking, they were going to call it uh, just Moose. Like he didn't even address it as The Fanatic. It was just called Moose. So that's cool. Yeah, just a little. That's good. He acknowledged he was an asshole and he recovered Mm -hmm. like that. Yep. He still uh, wouldn't land Jessica Alba, but that's another story. Um. Okay. Right. Ready? Last question. Yep. This is a uh, Todd original here. Uh oh. How many movies have James Wan and Lee Winnell worked together on? So uh, Lee Winnell's the writer. Of this does, James Wan's director. Does producer count? Like producing no. credits? Okay. Uh, so I actually writer. like director. Okay. Two. Two is on the board. And to be clear, James Wan directing, Lee Winnell writing. That's what I'm looking for. If you want to re- rephrase it. Or re- I'm going to go four. Four. I'm going to go five. Five. Joe, you um, on two still? No. Uh, hold on here. No, Dur- you right. already guessed, Joe. Okay, yeah. fine. Two, yeah. Five, All two, right. Five. Steve's right anyway. Four. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Steve. Good combo. Good I combo. mean, director, writer, yeah. Well, four were they? Uh, Insidious, one, two. Dead Silence and Dead Silence, yeah, so. I mean, if you did producing, it'd be like fucking that's 10. Amazing. Yeah, that's why yeah, I'm like, right. it's yeah, a I whole different answer. 12, yeah. All right. All right, let's go. Scores. Oh, it's, I thought someone had a fourth. No, that's it. <laughs> okay, tonight, uh, myself three, Sam three, Steve three, Joe Sif one. 
and the scores are Steve, first place, 84. Todd, second place, 78. Joe, third place, 77. Sam, 54. All right. Joe, yeah, I mean, Steve, you're still in commanding first sleep, buddy. We'll see how long it lasts, though. I don't know if the pressure's going to get to you. Hopefully till January. <laughs> I'm a three-peat, baby. How many points is Steve up from Todd? Uh, six now. Six, yeah. Okay. We're actually trending a lot higher than last year on point totals here. So yeah, I think I ended it. You're, you're trying to like eat him, Andre. I gave you an extra question that was yeah. George Romero related, just so you know, Andre. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, but we also last year didn't do as much as many trivia nights because a lot of us were missing like an episode here and there, either for yeah, like different travel or whatever. Okay, ready to do dead silence? Yes. Yeah. All right, Dead Silence, directed by James Wan, 2007. You scream, you die. Jamie returns to his hometown in search of answers to his wife's murder, which occurred after receiving a weird package containing a ventriloquist dummy named Billy, which may be linked to the legend of ventriloquist Mary Shaw. Destined to find out the truth, Jamie goes to the town of Raven's Fair, where Shaw used to perform and is buried. But Jamie is in more. Sorry. <laughs> but Jamie is in for more than he expected. Uh, all right, Dead Silence starts off with our hero, a, a young married couple hanging out in their apartment. They're about to bang it out because he's like, you know, I'm handy. He's working under the sink. It turns the girl on. She starts getting on him. Oh, man, but there's a knock on the door ruining the mood. So he goes to answer it, and it's a big-ass case with a creepy-ass ventriloquist doll in it. And he's like, where's this from? There's no label on it. Who would have sent this? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, wait, don't you remember the legend from our town, Mary Shaw, who was a ventriloquist artist? Maybe it has something to do with that. He's like, nah, I'm hungry. So they go get to the Chinese food, right? <laughs> He's out there messing around. He gets some wontons, some uh, crab rangoons, whatever. He comes back. But something's amiss. He hears his wife's voice, but he also finds a lot of blood. Goes into a room, and his wife is dead with her mouth cut open like a ventriloquist doll. Uh, the police quickly blame him for the murder because, hey, man, your door is locked. No one, no force entry, no defense wounds. You were the last one to see her. You also claim that you heard her talking like three seconds before you found her body. So which is it? Donnie Wahlberg plays a cop who from Saw Fame and from, um, what's that one? I see dead people in the beginning of that. Sixth Sense, mm -hmm. there you go. Um, so he gets uh, released, but he's being watched by Donnie Wahlberg who has an obsession with shaving his face at all times. He goes back to his hometown, our lead character here to try to like investigate the legend of Mary Shaw to see if it has anything to do with his wife's death throughout that we are being uh he's being chased by the detective and he's just trying to piece together everything i saw this movie back in 2007 i don't remember if it was in the movie theater or not but i know for sure it was on home video and i really enjoyed it and i enjoyed it this time however the problems i had with it back then are still prevailing today mostly being the very bad cgi stuff in here um but yeah long story short i enjoyed it so who would like to take over i'll go um so i just watched this like i said either in november or december of last year so it's a pretty fresh watch for me but i watched it again just to kind of see how i was you know it's, it's different when i'm reviewing something rather than just watching it uh, for what watch you know i'm like more critical and i look at more stuff um so you know it's it's a good movie i i really enjoy it i think there are issues like todd said the cgi uh the tongue stuff is always looks bad like every time the tongue comes out the CGI somehow takes a big dip, but there are also some really cool scares. Uh, every time you see a body in this film, it's like fantastic. The way the gaping like mouth is, um, 
Mary Shaw looks amazing. She's super spooky. Uh, when her body is like at the morgue there, just a super freaky uh, scene and everything. Uh, there's a lot of good scares in this one. And despite its issues, I was interested throughout the whole thing. Uh, there are some things which I'll talk about when we really kind of break it down that annoyed me, including uh, the shaving for reasons and uh, other little nitpicks and stuff. But as an overall film, uh, I kind of enjoyed it. And even though like I knew the twist uh, coming in because I'd watched it so recently, but it's still an effective twist. I think it, it was a it was a cool little like touch to the movie. And uh, yeah, overall, I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, so this was my pick, uh, and the reason I did pick it was because I, yeah, I had not seen this in a long time, so it was it was a pretty fresh watch. I, I didn't remember a ton about it, um, and my opinion really hasn't changed all that much from the first time I saw it. I think it's an okay movie, but there's a lot of problems here, um, I think, and we can get into it more uh, later on. I still think still lean though more positive negative at the end of the day on it um but yeah i mean there's just mixed results for me for sure um i do i love the mary shaw character though i think she is great and i think all of the the dolls and stuff that's really cool i loved the um the addition of like uh just like her like murdering little boy i thought that was really interesting and i kind of wish they went into that a little more than they did um but i can see why they didn't at the same time too it might have been a little too controversial for this type of movie um it was a fucking asshole though (laughs) yeah um i but i loved the whole backstory and uh stuff like that that was like my favorite part of the movie when they went to like mary shaw's backstory um and yeah i can I'll, i'll go into more nitpicks later on um so I saw this movie in the theater when it came out and I absolutely loved it. It is so fucking scary. I've seen it a few times since and anytime someone brings it up, I'm like, that movie is so good. And it's, I feel like it's underrated. Um, Okay. So watching it today, I still really love it. I love the coloring of it. Like it's very blue and gloomy. Like I just love when movies look like that. It just, I don't know, it speaks to my gloomy heart. Um, but the character of Jamie and his sweet little wife, she reminds me so much of Rosemary's baby. Like, I just feel like I love her already just because she looks like Mia Farrow, I think, but you can just, they're, they just are getting along with their little happy married life and their little apartment. It's just so sweet. And I remember like the opening scene, well, kind of opening scene where she does die. And that is so fucking frightening. Like she's literally on the bed, stiff as a board with her whole face opened up at the mouth. Like it's frightening. It's kind of like the scene from the ring where that girl's in the closet. Like it's just so scary. And especially when everything goes so quiet, it's like she's slowly losing the hearing of like the music, the clock, the teapot. You can't even hear her steps. It's like literally dead silence. Um, So yeah, and then I think it's interesting just like how Jamie kind of goes on this exploration of how his wife died. Like, how did it happen? And it's really scary to me because he's I don't know how to explain it. Like he's by himself, even though we get like the 
supposedly his dad that's still alive, his stepmom, we get the cop. Like, I just feel like he's alone in this adventure. Like he doesn't have anyone that he can really turn to, if that makes sense. Like, I just feel like he's carrying so much of this movie. And if I were that character, like I would just be too afraid. I would probably just die of fear. Um, I like the story with Mary. I think all of the dolls are cool. She's so scary. Like, I don't even want to think about her because she'll give me nightmares, but she's just frightening. Um, what else can I say? Okay, about the CGI. So the CGI never really bothered me, but I was watching it while I was on my computer today. And it was really the first time that I noticed like the whole tongue CGI. Um, But if I just looked at another part of the frame, I was fine. So I'm not going to give it too much shit for that. But I can't wait to hear all of your guys' nitpicks about it. Before we start the nitpicks, uh, I just think I should mention that, so I didn't see it in theater. I've only watched the DVD that I bought way back when it first came out, and I've only seen the unrated version. So I don't know if you guys watched the theatrical version or what version you have. So I don't know what they changed between the versions, but just a note, if you I say something that you're like, that didn't happen, it's me because I have the unrated version. That's the one I have. I'm not sure what the difference are. I'm thinking probably some of the kids scenes are probably less, like they show a little bit less of the dead kids, you know? Uh, yeah, but oh, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, probably worthwhile to look up in between talking. But um, nitpicks, honestly, like, I, I it gives a lot of information. Like, there's a lot of information. Like, it seems like every time he talks to like a like a supporting character, like it's like an exposition dump where he's like, "You don't know this," and it goes into like a ten minute rant, which is not necessarily bad. It's cool having things explained to you, but it does like kind of doesn't leave anything up to your imagination. It's all pretty much given to you um and then cgi really and then other than that like it's fucking solid to me so and i guess billy was never really scary to me either like the character puts him in situations that like this is a creepy doll dude like why are you setting him up in the corner of the 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 motel room to set yourself up to get scared in the middle of the night you know um but mary shaw like sam said like is legit terrifying like i even watching again like I get goosebumps when she come on like she's always like just it's a really good camera work where she's like just in frame like when the guy turns and she's just like staring at him or smiling or something yeah super good yeah and then like Sam said as well stealing a lot of Sam stuff um the sound dropping out and how they showed it like they close up on like a drip and then it gets lighter and lighter then you just like see the character's reaction like imagine that (laughs) in real life Mm -hmm. that'd be fucked up so like nothing Small stuff bothers me, really. Everything else is pretty good. Oh, and Donnie Wahlberg, too, super insensitive. Like, <laughs> I know that's his job. Like, he, the <laughs> husband is the only, like, if this is happening right now, you'd be like, yeah, husband totally did it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a doll. But, like, still, like, we're, <laughs> it's a horror movie. We know it is. So we're kind of like, damn, Donnie, chill out. <laughs> but, yeah. So it's just, I'm, uh, I looked up what the unrated versus rage version is. You won't even fucking believe this. The, the only difference I can tell is that in the rated version, her tongue doesn't show. So it's the exact oh, same wow. scenes minus the tongue. Oh, For well, some reason, better. the tongue apparently is like a big <laughs> thing. Which maybe they kind of, so thing, yeah, maybe. maybe I'd rather watch the fucking R-rated I know, version. same, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I definitely watched the on, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's got a couple maybe that's lines why I didn't remember it being bad. 
Yeah, it has a couple lines of dialogue too, but nothing. It's really the tongue in most of the scenes. Uh, all right. Yeah. So I'll go into some, some of my problems with the movie. Um, so I, the Donnie Wahlberg character for me was, is terrible. He's awful. Awful. He, he drops his movie down quite a bit for me. Um, he, you take that character out of this movie. I think it's a better movie. I think the cop angle in general is terrible in this movie because it's completely unrealistic. First of all, like I've, you know, I listen, me and Sam just listen to like a bunch of true crime stuff, like coming uh, to and for, from Vermont. So like, I'm just like thinking about this in my head, but this dude prime suspect murdered his wife and they just like, let him go. No, they would hold, they would have held his ass and probably would have charged him like right then and there. Okay. Let me just let that go and say, okay, they didn't have enough to hold him. So he proceeds to then go to a, his house, which is a crime scene, take a key piece of evidence out of the house, being the doll, from this crime scene and take it with him. And Donnie Wahlberg still does not arrest him. And it's like, oh, why did you take this? And like questions him. And then just like, it's like, okay, see you later, neighbor. And like, when, it's just like completely unrealistic. And like, I guess like, okay, you're either going to go with it or you're not. I just couldn't go with it. Cause I'm like, man, this is just like, just like, it, if you're going to base a movie in reality, you have to have, which this movie is like, you know, based, like they're going off like a crime with like a police officer and all that. So you have to like, at least make it somewhat realistic. And to me, it was just not realistic um, whatsoever with that angle. Um, So I, I think just cut out that whole part and you got a much better movie here. Like maybe like, I don't know, like maybe his friend dies. And he goes look after that and there was there's another problem i have with this movie so like they moved out of this town and he decides to go back and bury her in this town they they really didn't seem like they had any connection to like right I, that to me just didn't make sense like wouldn't he just go and like bury her somewhere else like why would he go back to the town to bury her like but wasn't that like, where her family was though yeah but he even there's even a line where they're like well, what did her family want? He's like, I don't know. I've only talked to them once in my whole life. Clearly there was no relationship there with like her and her family. And he doesn't have a relationship with her dad. So why is he going back to this town to like bury his wife there? It just didn't make any sense to me. Cause it seemed like they wanted to get out of that town. That's why like they're in the city now and stuff like that. I mean, it's, that's a nitpick, but to me, it just didn't seem like realistic to me either Maybe with that. It was cheaper um, to bury her there. I mean, yeah, it probably was because it was like a very rundown town. Um, but yeah, I mean, so those were like my two very big nitpicks with the movie. It was just kind of like, like that stuff. Um, and yeah, like the Donnie Wahlberg, just like some of the, his line deliveries and stuff. It just was like so cheesy to me. Um, it just didn't fit uh, the rest of the movie. Like, I guess they were trying to use him as the comedic relief, but it just wasn't necessary for a movie like this. Like it, you know, it was it took you out of the kind of like the spookiness uh, of the movie. Like it seemed like he was, in, he was a character in a different movie came into this movie. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. Uh, so those are like the, my two big issues with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mary Shaw was great. I, I loved her. She was spooky as hell. And um, yeah, I mean the, the dead kid stuff was awesome. I, it, like, I, like that so fucking creep. Like, I just wish they did more with it. Um, but you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it's still like a decent movie, but I think, it, I think there's a lot of missed potential here for me. So I actually agree with you, uh, with Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, I didn't like that character at all. Um, but for, I guess, different reasons, like I, the whole first thing, like the fact that 
he's just letting him go and letting him go back to the crime scene and pick us stuff. That was bad enough. Uh, does this detective only have one case where he's like following him across town and like staying at the motel room next door and all that stuff? So that was kind of baffling. Uh, did he really also dig up a hundred dolls? Like after two, you'd think he'd just get the point, you know? No, he 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 fucking stayed there all day and took up a hundred different dolls for what reason exactly? Like evidence? Good workout. I, I don't really get why he was digging up the dolls in the first place. So it's just these little like kind of nitpick issues that uh and I, I I agree that the character, like his delivery, his lines like he was really out of place you know he's like yeah trying to be the comic relief but not really funny enough to be the comic relief it's just like i don't know it, it was kind of a weird thing um that, so the shaving okay so he has this tick throughout the movie where he's always shaving he always has his razor out every time he interviews someone he's shaving every time he's talking he's shaving but he's like the worst shaved person in the movie he's the only one with stubble in the whole movie that does he grow hair that fucking fast where he's like constantly has to shave no, it off? It's a setting on his razor. He wants the five o'clock shadow at all times. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was just like annoying. Like it's just okay, I get it. It's his little tick. I don't know. That, that that just drove me off the wall. But like I said, it's mostly nitpicks with this movie. Um, you know, no real like massive issues because overall I still enjoyed the ride. I still enjoyed Mary everything with Mary Shaw. And uh, yeah, it was just it was a lot of fun. Like I had a lot of fun watching it because the scares came pretty often. Um, you know, every time we saw Mary Shaw was great. I loved the whole backstory that they gave to Mary Shaw. I thought that was super interesting. I actually wish we got more of that, which is why I'd like to see a prequel. Um, you know, they really glance over the fact of how Mary Shaw died, which I thought was super interesting. I mean, it's kind of like a Freddy Krueger type situation. Freddy Krueger, yeah, exactly. Um, but they really glance over it. Like I wish we had seen a flashback of it happening or or something or a little bit more in in terms of that uh also like the whole thing of her using like actual bodies to you know do stuff uh yeah there's just i wish that i guess they delve deeper in some things and cut out some of the rest but i still enjoy it overall um one thing so maybe it was like different in the trailer or something but i thought the nursery rhyme was completely different than how it there's, is in the there's movie. There's two versions of it. There's two versions. There's two okay, versions, cause yeah. the one I remember is she'll rip your tongue out at the seam, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think is way cooler. Um, but so it was two different versions. So was that like an, a different version of the movie or? Did no, they, it was the trailer versus the, the trailer uh, the movie. version. Yeah. I guess I they toned why it they down changed for the, it. Yeah. Toned you think down, it'd be the yeah. opposite, right? The trailer right, would yeah, have the yeah. toned down version. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys read, but Lee Winnell was super upset with the, yeah, how this the movie came out. Yeah, really? studio, studio like fucked uh, with interference. It. Yeah. yeah, so I after that, that, yeah, after that, he made some deal where like he writes whatever he did like after this, like it, it makes him have creative control. So that's why the movies are kind of improved. And it looks like as much as I like this one, like I like it a lot, but you can tell like they were trying stuff out, and this bombs so bad. Like it's they're lucky it didn't ruin their careers because it made like twenty two mil off 20, 20 million budget. So it's like, ish. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, they, I guess studio fuck with it a lot. So there's... I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely see that. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they weren't... I mean, had either of them... Was this after Saw? Yeah, Saw was first, followed okay. by this Okay, and then they did this. Interesting. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I remember, like, I skipped over this one in theaters because, like, I don't know why, but there was, like, something... Maybe it was just based on the trailer. It just seemed like a... I think the trailer may have been the issue here because, like, it, to me, it just seemed like a cheesy ghost movie, like the shit we've already seen over and over again, which I'm not going to lie. Like, 
I don't think there's much new here, like in this movie, like watch when I did watch it, like it's an old, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's nothing really new here. Like it's, it's pretty basic stuff. I mean, it's it's all stuff we've seen before. You you know what though? It wasn't at the time. That's the thing. Exactly. Like, like it's, it's insidious and the conjuring, which weren't out at the time. So exactly in 2007, ghost film sucked. Like it's just, so this really kind of was refreshing Mm -hmm. and a taste of things to come. You know, it was, uh, I didn't see a good ghost film since like the others in 99 that like, Mm -hmm. so that's a good eight year period between good ghost films. So yeah, I, yeah, I could see that argument now, but yeah. that's like saying, you know, like you're watching something from the 60s being like, well, that's not original. There's a ton of Exorcist yeah. movies yeah. now, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I saw stuff like in the 90s that was similar. It's not like I can, I, I don't know. I'll come back to you on another time. No, we'll you do won't some need research to, here. No, nope. Or the early 2000s. Nope, it's all right. Um, um, but real quick, I wanted to touch base on poor Donnie Wahlberg. Maybe you guys feel like that because you have seen him in other roles where he's a cop. So maybe you think that. And then also with him letting Jamie go back to the scene of the crime and everything, like, literally we listened to i don't know what joe was rambling on about the podcast that we listened to maybe he was saying that they would not do this they fucking would too do this like there are so many cops and detectives who are morons and dummies who don't know how to conduct an investigation and who let people do stuff like this so i could totally see him letting jamie go back and like oh well there's no fucking evidence that i had that you killed the wife so whatever so I'm just yeah. saying, like, they're, come on now. Yeah, it does happen quite a bit. Right. It does, yeah, Todd, it, it's, it's believable. What's not it believable, is. though, is him chasing him across the country by himself. Like, if you but really think this is an arm. Maybe he's, a, maybe he's like, maybe he's, he's, Billy, he's Billy Badass. We'll give him that. But, like, still, like, if you think, if you guys, if you think this guy's capable of murder, let's not put yourself one-on-one with the murderer, you know, but whatever. Um, Detective Matthews own saw like he's a definitely a better character. Yeah, um, but um, I lost my train of thought. Oh no, Sam, was this in your uh, top two thousands? It I was an honorable remember, for me. I don't remember if it was. Yeah, this one was an honorable, so I think a top fifteen or something. Yeah, I can I can look it up. I can, I could tell you if it's in if it was in Sam because I have everyone's list. Um, but I, I gotta say, um, I did not see the ending coming like at all like i don't think anyone did right like how could you right like it was just kind of like fucking random as hell um i think everyone saw like what the fuck like she's weird and the guy looks like a ghost but i don't think anyone saw that he was a ventriloquist right so at first he was sickly like almost on his deathbed Mm -hmm. but did did you like the angle that it was mary shaw like the whole time because like i was like that is it no, right? I, Am I right I, about this? Yeah, I would have preferred if it was like a protege, like or a I thought it was gonna be like her a, daughter, her granddaughter, or something. Or yeah, something. yeah, that would have been cooler. Yeah, I think. the fact that it was Mary Shaw herself was. Yeah, weird. that was kind of lame. If, if like honestly, because like a ghost shouldn't be able to take like a like a complete physical form like that. Like I feel like I mean, granted, I guess it's happened in other movies, but in this movie, it just seems kind of out of place. But I, I mean, I thought it was cool like that, like when the reveal of like him being a puppet the whole time and that was pretty fucking cool you know what else was pretty freaky and i know this happens in real life and that's sad is what the undertaker had to go through with his wife Uh, that she's just like hiding in the 
you know, like in, he in should freaking bar that up, man. Yeah, if it no happens kidding. once, yeah. let's bar it up. Yeah, yeah, and she was petting that like freaky. crow thing, and <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was freaky. And she, but she's like the only one who survives the movie. Yeah, <laughs> so good, 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 good on her. Yeah, she's a final girl. She is absolutely. <laughs> she is. Yeah, oh, anything else? I mean, uh, what, what, what to you guys was the scariest like scene in this movie? Good question. Oh, I have a comment. Um, how annoying was that motel room with the red light? Oh yeah, <laughs> like put the comforter over the window at least, and then it has like a drippy faucet. Like get another room. But sheesh. Um, I'm gonna go with Lisa's death. The opening death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, sad the, and scary uh, and lonely and yeah. quiet. Plus, he's probably hungry. Didn't eat dinner <laughs> mm-hmm. or breakfast because he was being interrogated. The whole opening scene is really good, um, and the cinematography in general is really good in this movie. I will give it that. Um, one scene, one part that really thought was I thought was great and striking was when the lightning went off and you don't hear the thunder. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I thought that was awesome. It was such a cool idea. I wish they they did that more though, right? Like you only get that like a couple times. I feel like in the whole movie where like you get the actual like pure silence. Yeah, but I I got kind of over it by the end. Yeah, you know, it was almost used too much. I thought. So yeah, I thought the opposite. Okay, but by the time him and donnie Wahlberg are like you know when the it stops going when they're at the theater i was like okay here we go again you know with the stupid like (laughs) play a different trick you know it's just Mm -hmm. is it also inconsistent like it stuff happening even when there was sound so you know why is the sound not coming on this time you know kind of deal so i don't know Mm -hmm. uh scariest one though i think was the mortician underneath the little crawl space and she's just like here's my face very scary yeah that's pretty freaky mm-hmm. uh, to me it was the mortician when he was a kid and he goes down with the the body and then he like knocks her oh, over yeah she's like good. she goes from the ground to standing up and yeah that, mm-hmm. that was really effective when did this come out 2007 Seven. okay i don't have that list i have sam's 2010 to 2019 okay. so i don't know if it's on her list yeah actually now that i think about it see i thought i watched it in november or december but now that I'm, I'm remembering, I think I watched it right before we did that list for mm. that list. So, <laughs> so did I. Yeah. So that I watched it again the other day. Yeah. So that might be when I watched it last. Well, I guess we can rate it. Yeah, that's all I had. All right. Uh, I'm going to lead off with a strong eight out of 10. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an okay movie. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, would I watch it again? Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to give it a seven. Um, I freaking love this movie, and I'm gonna give it a nine point two. Ooh. Oh, nice. Um, despite its issues and everything, I still really enjoyed it, and it's one I'd rewatch again. So I'm gonna go with Todd. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it's it's an enjoyable movie. I I, I love ghost yeah. films though, so that's like right in my wheelhouse. And this was a good one. You know, those guys are. The masters at ghost film so this is the perfect movie to watch at night in the dark while it's raining outside Ooh, while it's like storming that. yeah this is one definitely seems like people have come around on too right like it seems like people have been talking about it a lot more recently than when it first came out so it still yeah. doesn't get as much love as you would expect for that no movie. definitely not no especially for like mary shaw like i don't yeah. know if we mentioned this but uh count 
the the monster museum we have in uh Conorlox, they just added a mary shaw uh, figure oh, cool. to their oh, did they? Oh, that's awesome. place and it's fucking it looks great and she's holding billy it's really cool. oh, really nice yeah mm-hmm. is it dead her or is it dead her yeah okay cool mm-hmm. yeah it's very cool very nice well i guess uh horse got approved mm-hmm. across the board mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right guys so thanks for listening to another episode next week we'll be reviewing the monster squad and honor of our name change the horror squad and also as you're listening to the episode today if you are part of our discord we are releasing our new design for our new merch so we're really excited so you can join that to see and then if you're following us on all of our other social media we'll be posting the new design on august 31st but you should definitely check out the discord to get the the first peek and then you can order everything september 1st all right guys thanks for listening and we'll do talk it one to more you time but as really? a request dummy okay ready <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Horror Squad podcast. I'm suffocating while I'm doing that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. had no children, only dolls. And if you see her in your dreams, be sure you never, ever scream.